You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello and welcome everybody to episode 60 of Late Arrivals. We are at another milestone, another another big number. It's a big number. Cross off. Jackson McComb. The Jackson Lacombe episode. Yeah. I had to be reminded just five minutes ago that Jackson Lacombe wears 60. My apologies. Yeah, Chris didn't know that fake fan. Yeah, I could not think of a 60. That's that's by fault. But it's okay. 60. That's a big number, man. Some people can't even count that high. So you still have that BJ's burger on your mind. I do. I do. Oh. I had a very yeah. I had a very good burger tonight. It's delicious. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and say so the meat sweats get the best of us sometimes. Meat sweats. <laughs> yeah. The meat sweats do be strong. <laughs> well, um, I think for the me and Lou were talking about it. I think for the first time ever in, in lap history, we get to talk about a win streak that's more than two games. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh but before I think the we... longest was three. Yeah, it was like two or three last year, and it was like games <laughs> yeah. that we probably should have won and just barely won. But mm-hmm. hey, we're we're all we're always happy with firsts on this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, before before we get into talking about all the the games that we have missed, uh, including, I guess we'll, we'll also talk about the Bruins game since that was just ending last week with Billy. Yeah, uh, that game had ended right as we hopped on with him, so we didn't really talk about it. Um, some quick things. Uh, Cronin said that Brock McGinn and Jamie Drysdale really have no timetable to return, and he described their injuries as ones that take some time to heal. Which don't know what that means, but no idea. At least we have an idea of. There's no update at this time, uh, but in a more positive note, uh, Alex Kalorn is practicing in a non-contact jersey, so you know maybe we see him as early Sunday. as Sunday, which yep. would be sick, especially against Vegas. But uh, yeah, other than that, we uh, if Ryan yes. Strom is back, it'll be the first time that the entire forward group has been healthy all season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool to see them kind of. Rattle, uh, rattling off some wins here and then to not even have, have Kalorn yet in the lineup and see what he can do. I'm I'm sure he probably pushes out. Vibes through. HC. Vibes Go get HC. your shirt at crestapon.com. <laughs> You're welcome for the pre-publicity. <laughs> uh, one other thing I, I did. Royalty checks, maybe? <laughs> wink, Hopefully. Wink. <laughs> um... We we did have a, a duck be recognized for something too. You know, our our main man, the U.S. Dostal Service Rookie of the Month for October, uh, with a record of four zero and one. Um, I I think I I hate to say it, and I hate to to get the you know weekly John Gibson talk out of the way so early. <laughs> um, I don't see any scenario where you don't play Lucas from here from here on out. Like yeah. Unless he's getting shelled and we just fall off the face of the map and you need to 
you know, sit him a game or two. He's looked great. Yeah, and it yeah. pains to say that he's he's starting to kind of kind of put Gibby to shame, but Gibby's looked good though. I mean, he has, he has. He's looked good this year mm-hmm. from prior from other years. It's nice. They're both playing very well. It's it's nice to see. Yep. But we got got a little bit of a controversy slowly brewing here. <laughs> not I, I, not not Anderson Gibson yet. But <laughs> not just yet, but knocking at the door. Is Gibby did Gibby practice today? Uh he did not. Oh. I don't think. No, he didn't. Okay. So at the moment it is gonna be Joe Stahl and Alex Stalock. It'd be cool to see if Staylock gets a game, but I mean, with some of the competition that's coming up, uh... yeah, I'd rather him just sit on the bench. <laughs> no disrespect to the Staylock family. No disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect, but yeah, no, thank you. Well, where do we start? We have we have five wins to talk about. Five. I mean, dating dating back to Columbus. Um, yeah. But holy shit, 4-0 on the road trip. <clears throat> a win last night at home, capped off by a hat trick in overtime. Just the last week, oh, week and a half of Ducks hockey has just been like one big like sugar rush. Yeah. I would especially say the, the best Flyers. way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, especially that Flyers game. That was insane. Like there was this. I mean, to, for the Ducks to score seven goals was pretty cool. Um, Strom scored what? Like... Almost immediately, like when the 20, game started, thirty seconds into the game, and then, which was funny because Jake, you tweeted out saying how the Ducks <laughs> suck in early games, and I here I am in the replies agreeing with you, and, and then we both just look so stupid, <laughs> um, because usually they suck in matinee games, like it that's just the way it is, but still wasn't the greatest game against the Flyers, um giving up four and kind of they were kind of sloppy and they still took too many penalties but um yeah Vetrano getting his second hat trick of the season just right for the league leading goals mhm lighting the world on fire yep Frankie V good on him dangerous, dangerous boy but i think the uh the two games that have been the talk of the road trip were definitely Boston and Pittsburgh i mean coming back clawing back into that Boston game, forcing it in overtime, and then just... I, I don't know how many times I watched that OT winner from McTavish. Oh, my God, I know. But just pure electricity. <laughs> just... I, I don't want to put too much stock into this because I do feel like we are superseding expectations at the moment um <laughs> yeah any opportunity to clown on saravalli is always you know, oh yeah I, I definitely say take that opportunity uh while we while we can um but i mean the fact that we're beat we beat teams like boston granted pittsburgh's not doing as well as they would hope but a team that is trying to salvage the last year's that they're possibly going to have Crosby, Malkin, and Latang together. Um, mm-hmm. You know, after, like you said, a sloppy game. I mean, again, Mason McTavish just being a little pit bull out there. Um, 
I think the one thing that was lost in a lot of it is Henrique wasn't getting a ton of credit outside of like Cronin saying, oh yeah, yeah. Adam's kind of the one who set them up for that. You know, <laughs> he got the stick in the lane. It was a lot yeah. of, mm-hmm. oh wow, Mason did this. It's like, yeah, yeah but if Henrique doesn't die for that puck and get it out, that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, doesn't get to McTavish, but yeah, that was a great play. Um, they were just, they were really good that game. Just, just with everything uh, that was going on. We're ta- I mean, we're talking about Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they got they they got outplayed. Uh, yeah, call but, it what but it is they everything did, but they found a way to come back. Yeah, everything they went through in that game. Officiating. Just... I don't like complaining about officiating Ooh. often, but that, that was bad. That game was was not good officiating. Yeah, I try I try my best not to. I I don't like to be like, oh, my team lost because the refs. I just think that's kind of lame to yeah. to say. Um, but that was pretty bad. Like if they would have ended up ended up losing that game, that would have kind of that would have hurt a little bit with with the way that the uh, the calls were going. But um. <laughs> on like, top of that, Cronin getting kicked out. <laughs> like, yeah, that was bad. Like, even Brian Hayward was like, "The referee needs to have more awareness." Yeah, during the game, yeah. he needs to know that tensions are going to be high, and yeah, that and might it, happen. And yeah, and it was a toss up with the. I mean, I didn't I, listen. I know we're Ducks fans, and that was a Ducks goal that was being reviewed. But I tried yeah, my I don't best think there to was take. Too, I don't think there was uh, sufficient evidence to turn that goal around. No, I I was I tried to take my dog's hat off. Yeah, and that was not goal interference. But I mean, I mean, I'm glad he challenged it because that is a something you should challenge because you don't yeah. know if it'll it'll get yeah. overturned. But yeah, but yeah, once but, once they had the five on three, I was like, well, this is. But getting is... but tossing Greg over that that I don't I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> yeah, and then they had the five on three, and that was scary. Um, but I just love it because, like, the Penguins didn't fans, they have two five on threes? They did, they did, they scored and they on the killed first them both. one. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's why I was even more nervous for the second one because I'm like, okay, they already showed what they can do. It's five on three, like, most teams will score on that, but like, Penguins fans the entire game wanted a call for almost everything, like, any little touch on a Penguins player, you just hear people screaming, and like apparently hockey is not a contact sport in in Pennsylvania, specifically Pittsburgh. Yeah, but they wanted a call for everything, and then they finally did. They got all these calls. They got a five on three, and then for McTavish to score the game winner shorthanded was just ah, oh, just poetry. It was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful way to end the game. I yeah. lost my I I lost it. Like I, <laughs> that was nuts. Yeah, one of my coworkers was watching it, and we were on the other side of the store, and he just started screaming. And we we're like, Cohen, are you okay, buddy? <laughs> just screaming. When he came running over, he's like, you guys haven't seen it? We're like, no. Like, seen what? <laughs> and I look at my phone and see the notification, and I was like, oh, fuck. Well, show me what happened. I mean, he had good reason to be yeah, he running did. around and screaming. I mean, thankfully, no one was in the store. But... Yeah. <laughs> such a nice shot too my god i mean the great thing i think about a lot of these games because we have had to do some fighting and coming back into to you know even be in these games uh just is the fact that there's that that mentality and that like drive to try and win these games because i feel like the last couple years we go down a goal or two 
and you can pretty much just shut the game off and be like, yeah, okay, we, we tried, but, you know, we, we gave yeah. it our all, you know, shucks, we'll get them next time. And, you know, maybe, or I hate to say that they're buying into, you know, the things that, you know, Cronin's preaching of the, oh, you just keep hunting kind of mentality, but I don't know, like, you know, you, you really see it with the guys because they are better on the forecheck. They are going after guys a little bit more, like, they're playing with more tenacity than I think I've seen them play since, you know, we were maybe in the playoffs last and, like, going <laughs> yeah. to playoffs, so, like, 2017. Mm-hmm. It's refreshing to see, and we say it every episode, and it's been said a lot today. I know CJ kind of was posting about it, but the fact that we're going through these games and we're getting interviews and quotes from Cronin, from the players. Yeah, Greg Cronin's a great interview. Mm -hmm. He goes so in-depth into like the exits and outs of the game. Well, not just that, but he's honest. It's not just, you know, it's funny, like the one for last night's game, um, yeah, Leo Carlson get the goal, and he says, you know, he's been more noticeable in other games, and I expect more out of him. And he had an okay game, and it's like he was responsible for his time goal. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah. he he drove that play, and he got back, you know, to the front of the net, and you know, gets the the tip on, and it goes in. It's like it's it's funny that there's clearly a higher precedent of. Okay, yeah, he scored, but we we need more out of him. We need more out of everybody. And mm-hmm. you know, you can see it. Like Petrano's running guys, <laughs> just being a little bastard out there. Yep. You have you know nineteen year old Pavel Minchikov that's just oh my god, you know lighting <laughs> guys up, and it it it's. It's a weird time to be a Ducks fan because we've been missing this for so many years, but at the same time, like it's finally, it's nice to finally see the the fruits of of what Pat's been trying to build come to fruition. Yeah, just because like we needed some, we needed a, a guiding light, and with Aikens and Murray and. You can go back however many years you want. It was just kind of a boat sitting dead in the water. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, we're decent. And we have some decent prospects. You know, it'll make continuing what we're doing, you know, easy. And then we started getting bad. And it was like, okay, well, we still have some decent prospects in the system. And, you know, maybe we'll just retool here. And then we were really bad. And it's like, okay, we got to start getting all these draft picks and we got to start <laughs> shipping these guys off. And we got to start doing this and start doing that. And it just was always, it always felt like it was for nothing. Yeah. You know, we, we always talk about every year with, with Murray was, okay, who's this year's Chris Kelly and Jason Chimera? <laughs> you know, who's, who's the grizzled veteran that's going to play all of 15 games to end the year and, you know we're never going to hear about them ever again yeah um but it's like now you know not getting too far we're 10 games in the season um but it's like now you know that there's a precedent set for these guys that if we're in a spot at the deadline there's a very real possibility we could be buyers Mm -hmm. do i think it's gonna happen probably not you know I, I think I don't I don't think we should buy even if we're in a playoff position. 
yeah, I don't think this, this this isn't the year to do it. Exactly. But it's like we're at a point where there's a standard and they're exceeding it. But the fact that there's even that standard in place is great. Yeah. Yeah. And Frank Patron was starting to get the attention of uh teams who will be buyers for sure. Um all the playoff teams that may want to add. I see <laughs> I see your friends over on the the Rangers pod, the ranting Rangers already wondering if they can get them. I think it was them or it was the Bruins guys. It was the Bruins Benders guys. Was it Bruins Benders? Okay. Yeah. See they they already want them. They want them. So <laughs> and it was after the game we beat them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean last night we, we touched on it a little bit. Um <laughs> A little bit of a sloppy game. Yeah. But I think yeah. uh I another think game they really didn't deserve to win. But they Coyotes, found a way to win again. Ducks Coyotes are becoming the, the new hot rivalry. It's so weird. I can't I, stand it. It's so weird. I, I don't know why they're such rivals now. I don't yeah. They they hate each other so much. And it's it's not even from the whole Terry incident. Uh a few seasons back. It was even before that. It was kind of spicy. Um, I still remember when the Coyotes had Max Domi, and there was that big fight between Domi and Ryan Kessler, and that's hey, when Domi break, broke his uh, hand. Yeah, broke his hand or something. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I it's it's that. been that that was that was, I mean, those games have for some reason, I feel like ever since I moved out here, they've been like just ridiculous, and I can't stand it. <laughs> it's just it's yeah, hard, it's like, but. The Kings and Ducks don't even fight this much, really. Yeah. It's so I weird. Mean, you get the occasional little scuffle, but it's like this this uh this rivalry with the Coyotes now. I mean it's great to see because like both teams are on the rise. You know, there's a mix of we're we're both in similar situations. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're on the upswing and the fact that they're just duking it out like it's a playoff game. <laughs> It's making for a lot of entertaining hockey that I don't think people would know because it's easy to write off. Oh, duck coyotes. That's that's yeah, a who game the hell's gonna watch miss. that? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's it's kind of cool seeing people like in the in the media actually wanting to watch that game last night. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Troy Terry got a Hattie. Logan Cooley got his first goal, which I mean, it was a nice. It was goal. nice. Can't, e- can't even be mad at, but yeah, you know, nice. it just adds to the list of uh, first NHL goals on on the Ducks. Pavel Minchikov uh, looked really, 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 really good again. Yeah, was it Terry's second goal that he was driving the net? Minchikov. Yeah, yeah and, uh, Pavel shot it, and then Troy Terry got the, got the rebound. rebound. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Uh, I do have to say, uh, rest in peace, uh, Nick Schmaltz. Uh, he looked very lost on the OT winner. Um, <laughs> the boot by McTavish, the little like oh my backskate God. fake, just yeah, that that was that was, that was just beautiful. mean. <laughs> yeah, it was so so beautiful. Like oh my God, like just I've watched like I I barely watched the goal. Like highlight, I just watched McTavish doing that play along the boards. It's so nice just to create that odd man rush. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Kudos to you. <laughs> I mean, Connor wanted us to talk about it. Do we? Uh, 
do we hold any uh, credit to Jeff Merrick saying that uh, Mason McTavish is going to be the uh, future captain of this team? Because he, I don't know. It just seems like it's his opinion, which it might really happen, but it just sounds like it's just his opinion. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm sure it is, but at the same time, I would not be shocked if the Ducks went in that direction at all. Just the way that he kind of carries himself and the way that the, the players talk about him, it wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me. I like the way that he speaks for a young mm-hmm. kid. Um, I, I'm definitely kind of in the same boat where I, I, I feel it's I think it's more... 50-50 between him and Troy Terry. It's going to be one of those two, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of feel like you you give it to the younger kid just because they kind of hold him in a higher pedigree than I think a lot of some of the young kids coming up. Mm-hmm. And they seem to trust him a lot. Um, you know, it, again, the season's very young, so a lot of the interviews we see have been because he's had, you know, big impacts on the game. Mm-hmm. But it's just like every time he talks, like it's it's not just hockey buzzwords of oh he did this. Like he has a great mind for this game. I mean, like last night he was talking about how he did the move because he saw that he could create some space instead of just oh yeah I made a cool play and yeah yeah I got it to Terry and we scored. And the fact that Terry was also like yeah I you know he could have I wanted to be ready because he could have passed it to me or he could have shot mm-hmm. himself because. Yeah, he he's capable, and he's shown he's capable of just you know being able to to fool goalies and stuff. But mm-hmm. you know, it's not to say America has any insight to to anything on you know outside that we we don't know. But I don't know. I out of out of all of the opinions out there in the media, um, it's one. Don't listen, that I, don't listen to Frank Cervelli's opinions. Yeah, They're outside of his, they're bad. <laughs> There's only one. There's only room for one Frank on this show, and it's not Sarah Ball. Yeah, yeah, it's and he's Italian. <laughs> I don't think Frank. Well, well, Sarah Belli, That that sounds Italian too, but you know, not that kind of Italian. Yeah, not the good kind of Italian. <laughs> Jesus. First, first, it's one of him saying one of those in regards to Leno, and now. Lou's, Lou's trying to Lou's trying to start some scuffles. Yeah, I don't know if really? I like this Lou. Just tearing through Saravalli's bloodline. I mean, it does sound <laughs> Italian, but it could be Greek or something. Could be. I don't could know. Be. Well, before we get into our three stars, um, I just want to say that everybody needs to apologize to Pat Verbeek for being impatient and mean towards him, because <laughs> we would not have this five game win streak. I think without the patience and the suffering we've gone through, you know, to have a coach like Cronin. Um, mm-hmm. I could, I, I, I could watch his interviews all day. I, the, Bo- the Boston accent just <laughs> is so perfect. I love yeah. hearing the man talk. Cause like Lou said, his, his just X's and O's of what he sees. Um, is just ridiculous like he's able to explain stuff that makes sense at such like a i wouldn't say like a finite like detail but like it could be something as simple as hey this guy 
made a really nice play along the wall and he's able to tell you, okay, well, it's because of this, this, and this, and this is what we work on. This is what yeah, we do. And, you know, like I said, we, we, we all, we all need to apologize to Pat because <laughs> he knew what he was doing. And a lot of people spent all summer being very crazy. All summer, it. all summer. You could have been outside. <laughs> Could have been, been touching grass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Cronin's a great, great interview. I love the guy. Um, could eat my words by saying I love, I love him as a coach, but I don't care. We're living in the in the now. This is right now, and uh, I just, I really like the way he kind of his just like we've we've stated before his outlook on things, the way he wants things done, all that, and like like you guys are saying with how he answers each question. It's like, you you can tell that he cares about what the question is and he cares to get like a real like thought out answer to the person interviewing him and the people watching or whatever, just whoever it is. Cause then you got coaches like torts who don't like the media, which is fine. You know, you don't have to like the media with, especially with everything torts has gone through with the media, but like, he gives you almost nothing half the time. Like he just, just yes or no answers. He doesn't care to really get into anything. Um, Dallas Akins just didn't do anything. Dallas Akins was okay with his stuff like that, but yeah, he didn't really he, give he up. He never went in depth like Greg yeah, does. Yeah, he didn't give up a lot. Like he didn't really give you a lot of info, but everything yeah, was very tight to the chest. Like, yeah. Oh no, yeah. this is what this is for those guys to hear, not for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Just like yeah. it's really what's, nice. What's there to say? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just really nice to have a coach like Greg Cronin, and I mean, I actually look forward to the the interview after each game, win or lose. Like I mm-hmm. never really cared before, but you learn nice something new every Henry every interview. He's a smart dude. He is. Yeah. Get on, Greg. Good stuff, Greg. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> I also think part of that is the the social media team this year and the video production has been just yeah, they, top they've notch. Done really good. I love the the locker room speeches they show and like like the bench celebrations and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All of the beeps or all of the like moments where you know they're cussing because the <laughs> audio just goes silent for a yeah. good thirty seconds. Yeah, I think that's the move <laughs> when like instead of beeping it out, just do that like don't make any noise you know yeah yeah but it is funny because a lot of these interviews lately have just been like every other word it just kind of Mm -hmm. goes silent for a second you're like oh that's an (laughs) f-bomb am i thinking am i thinking of something else or did the ducks used to have like a duck quack when there was a um I don't think I, it lasted very long. I couldn't even long. tell you. Yeah. I, I <laughs> they might have done that between the two Zambonis. They might have done Maybe. that. I just remember there being a quack. Like Dude, when... I wish they I wish they would have kept doing that in between the two Zambonis. Yeah, that was fun. That was a that was a good series. Yeah. They got all their uh all their stuff with Duckstream though. And that's been kinda... that's been great too. I mean Duckstream's uh, been awesome. Yeah. The call from from pittsburgh the other night was 
Carol and Edom just losing their minds was <laughs> incredible. Just because, like, you know, Steve Carroll's like actually like commenting about what happened. Emerson's just in the background going, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I love those guys so much. Well, three stars should be interesting this week. Um, we can all go individually because I feel like we're all gonna have different ones. Uh, yeah. I can read mine off first if you guys want, and then okay. you guys okay. can do yours. Uh, third star, I have Frank Vetrano, the four goals on the road trip. Uh, number two, I have at our well, at our second star, I have Mason McTavish, just because of his his OT heroics the last couple uh, couple games. You know, the goal in Boston, the game winner in Pittsburgh and then last night with Terry. Yeah. That number one, it's it's gotta be dosed all. I mean rookie of the month at four oh and one, improving the five oh and one last night, like the kid's legit. Yeah. There's no way you can't he can't be your first star. Yeah, this is this is actually tough because I like your three stars and I would have them just I'd have them pretty much the same, but I want to put Terry in there. But I don't know if I will. I might just I might flip Vetrano and McTavish. Um, so Vetrano would be the second star, McTavish the third star, with Dostal being the first star. Um, I want to oh, put Terry. Terry, in there. Terry is an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, because like, I mean, he got the hat trick and everything, but he has kind of had a slower start, like Zegers has. But um, we'll see if he can keep it up. Uh, with the with the hat trick last night and but yeah those will be my three I'll go I'll go Pavel Minchkov third star because that kid that he he's gonna be the Calder I Calder winner I think uh, he's just playing out of his mind for a nineteen year old uh second star let's go with Go with Lucas Dostal. Uh, he we did we mention that he got the first or rookie of the month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll give him that, and then Mason McTavish. I think it's got to be the first star. Not too nice, bad. Uh, yeah, let's say a nice uh, little little difference as always. Said all of us just being in agreement. Yeah, people. National media is starting to talk about Pavel Menchikov a bit more now. They're talking about the Ducks as a whole, which is kind of weird. Yeah, but they're talking about him a lot too. Yeah, so that means that the league's noticing him now. So I think I think he he probably still won't win the Calder, but I think he'll. I think he's almost locking himself into a finalist spot. He's tied right with rookie points. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Okay. With seven, seven. Yeah, points? yeah. He's and if he gets it, that man. as a defenseman, like if he has a high point total, how much? How many points did Murray Sider have? Um, let's see. I want to. Was it the high sixties? It was. It was around there, I think. Because I know Zegras finished with like sixty-one that year. It might have been, yeah. Yeah, I think I think Pavel might get there. I mean McTavish. Um, 
McTavish has what twelve points in ten games. Yeah. So he's feeling it. Yeah, he's um, over a point per game. Yeah, and uh, totally forgot. Leo Carlson scored his third goal. Yeah, last night on a rebound. He, yeah, he um he tied Tevardowski. It's the youngest player, right? For the most or... by an eighteen-year-old in Ducks history. Um. Third career goal, yeah, for the most by an 18 year old in Ducks history. McTavish, yeah, because Oleg had three in 36 games played. I think, uh, as an 18 year old, I think Leo's tied it for second for forwards for rookie forwards in goals. Is he? Yeah, he's got three think, and three and six. So far. Who has four? Is it Connor Bedard? Or... Yeah, it's Bedard. Bedard has four. Bedard. I mean, he's probably going to win the Calder, I mean, honestly, but <laughs> I don't know. This is a good Ricky class. It is. Yeah. This is going to be a tight race, I think. Because Logan Cooley is getting yeah, Logan, Logan Cooley. point every game. He, he does? Wow. At least, I think he's got, he's got a decent amount of points. Are they in a uh, playoff spot, too? They're Coyotes, I think, are in fourth. We'll check. They're the second wild card right now. Ducks are the first one, right? Yeah. What a world. What a world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Coyotes are playing the Canadians right now as we record on this wonderful Thursday night. Thirsty Thursday. Would have thought we're, we're also a plus three. Right? Look at us. It's so great not being like Negative 97. Gold differential, baby. (laughs) Want to guess what the Sharks are? They're a negative 26. Oh, you were supposed to guess and not look, but okay. (laughs) I had it it open already. (laughs) I mean, I said you want to guess, but okay. Um, I'm going to cheat. Let's cheat. Speaking of the the Sharks, they're also down 5-0 right now. You know, Frank Trichano has more goals in the entire Sharks roster. Pretty great. Not great, Bob. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I feel bad for the Sharks. I do not. I'm sorry. I mean, sorry, sorry, we, we went through what they're going through last year, so I, I do have some sympathy for them. I have a tiny bit, but it's just ha- I'm happy it's just not us again. <laughs> yeah. Do we uh, want to award a lame duck this week, or are we going to keep the yeah, positive? Yeah, Max Jones. <laughs> Gonna <laughs> read the finisher sentence. Yeah, Max Jones. Yeah, he should never touch the top line ever again. He just—he's not. A, he's just not an NHLer. I mean, I'm Jesus sorry to Lou. say, I know he's a fan favorite, and I—I <laughs> I know people like him, but man, I don't, boy I don't howdy, think Savannah's in the chat. Boy tonight, so howdy, Lou. Lou is on the war path tonight. Holy yeah. shit. He really does sad. the Ricky Bobby. He doesn't know what to do with his hands every time he gets the puck on a stick. He just <laughs> he just get he freaks out and doesn't know what to do with it. No one is safe in these streets. What? No one's safe in these streets. Oh, well, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just <laughs> just being no, a little okay. honest here. No, it's okay, Lou. Honesty is the best policy. <laughs> we love old honest Lou. Yeah. yeah. In the chat, Felix is wondering why I'm not watching Yo Tabs. 
Because you're a fake fan, that's why. I am a very, yeah, I'm a fake fan. I only watch the Yotes when it's convenient for me. <laughs> and that is not you, right now. Chris. And that is always not right about now. You. It's always about me. Always about you, man. And the Coyotes are winning now, so. Oh, they must have scored right at the end of that period. Sad, Habs. Sad. What can you do, Felix? What can you do about it? Oh, I don't know about you, Chris. I personally don't want to a, a lame duck. I was going to keep the, the vibes positive here, but... No, you know. we, we'll we just let Lou run with that one this week. What am I doing? <laughs> You're running with the lame duck. We'll just let you... Yeah, it's Max J- Jones. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry, Max. I don't oh. think I'm going to be unblocked anytime soon, but... <laughs> I've just accepted it. Well, I'll find before, a way to move on. <laughs> Water before, near a bridge. Before we move on here, we do have our what's on tap. Schedule, uh, schedule for the next week. Well, yeah. We have two two games coming up. Brought we to you sure by do. Noble Elworks. Yep. What's on tap? Presented by Noble Aleworks. Go. Go, yeah, free parking on uh, game days for Ducks home games. Go check them out. Uh, pretty soon, Hopefully. if pretty soon, you might be seeing, might be seeing something inside Noble that will Some tickle lap. your fancy. <laughs> tickle your fancy. Um, Get in the cockles of your heart. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> we we just gotta let we just gotta let Lou get it all out. Yes, yeah. he's on one tonight. He's feeling it. Am I? Oh, yeah. you just said the the cockles of our heart, so I would. That's yeah. not a bad word, is it? <laughs> it isn't, but I'm it just isn't saying that's it's quite the phrase. But yeah, it's a go, phrase that should be utilized more often. Go go hang out at Noble. Yeah, go go to go to Noble. Go get you. Tell them the late arrival sent you. And... Go get you some milk or whatever it's called. Man's milk. I was yeah, waiting for it. I was waiting for it to say man's milk. Uh, I was we... gonna say man's milk, but I wasn't sure, so I just said milk. But I'm glad you cleared it up for me. Yeah. So thank you. I still need to try the. I need to get my uh, hands on the. What was it? The beach beachside beachside bandita. The Mexican lager, I think it was. Yeah. Something beach, like that. Something like that. Yeah. I need to get my hands on that. Sounds delicious. Um. But yeah, free parking at Noble. Um, like Lou said, you'll go see. Uh, once you go there, you'll see one of our. Uh, you'll free see a little parking. lap flavor. Um, you know the um, the parking lot that's directly in front of the the main entrance is that's it. They they raised the price to fifty five dollars. Is it really? Yeah, I've I've never seen it that high. I was gonna ask how the construction is going. Like, what are they? What's phase one? They haven't they really on? done anything yet. No. I wonder no. if it's just gonna be like yeah. parking structures. Phase one has been a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's gonna be a cluster eventually, but yeah, nothing's yeah. really happened so far. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. I was interested. <laughs> um, but yeah, ducks and uh, knights on Sunday. Sunday night. That's gonna be fun. Um. And then Ducks Penguins on Tuesday. Oh, that's even going to be even more fun. <laughs> <laughs> two two back to back games for Lou to just have a great time. Yeah. We have fun here. 
Um, predictions. I personally, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the board. Usually, when we uh, when they're playing good teams, I know before the road trip, I had no faith in them beating the Bruins. But I'm gonna say they beat the Knights five four. Regulation. I'm gonna say regulation. All right. Tired of this OT drama. Do you do you do you write this stuff down? I am. Yeah. Do you always write it down? I do. Okay, well, I'm going to go with Jake, but I'm going to say they went in overtime. 5-4? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Uh... By the way, Felix is doing a play-by-play of of my commentary in oh, the yeah? CTP Discord. <laughs> wonder if he writes that down. In the Discord, uh, I'll go four three knights. Okay. And then uh, penguins on Tuesday. Penguins. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say they win that game four to two. We're gonna we're gonna keep the streak rolling. You know, I I, I I'm not in the I'm not in the mood to come up with the prediction, so I'm just gonna agree with everything Jake says tonight. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, Lou, Four Lou's... two ducks, baby. <laughs> Let us go. I'm gonna say uh, ducks win that one as well, but five three. Um. Yeah. I'm yeah, excited so... for Sunday because they're gonna. They might actually look pretty darn good with the full healthy roster. Well, almost. Is that a giveaway night or no? Uh, I think it's the. F- I know it's a plum night. It is. I don't. Okay. I don't know if it's a giveaway though. Eh, as long as it's a plum, plum game. By the way, the how do you say it? The the Day of the Dead, the Dia de los Muertos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that giveaway last night was pretty sweet. They used. I didn't a, know that was a giveaway. The, yeah, the, yeah, the it was sweaters? Like a, yeah, it's a sweater. Dude, they used so cool. the, uh, the script logo for, yeah. for that. It's so nice. I, I love it so much. Um, They did it for us, specifically for us. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you know what? This is this is for LAP. You know, they brought that logo back, and we just got to we gotta roll with it. They're, they're doing the great. The Ducks know right. Lap. They know They lap. know Seal. They know Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Well, with, uh, with those they games. They know Seal Paws. <laughs> with, with those games on tap. And with the next two games before we probably record again, being at home, that can lead us right into our little 714 tickets partnership ad here. Um, go get your tickets at 714. It's simple. Uh, no no, uh, no service fees. Um, they'll hook you up. You can use code LAP, all caps, LAP at checkout for 10% off your order. Go get you 5%. some tickets for Sunday, Tuesday, th- Friday, I think Friday. they play. They uh, play Friday. a whole lot of games next week. Yeah, but ten percent off your order at checkout, and then five percent towards any future orders with Seven One Four. Does not have to be hockey related. It could be anything that Seven One Four is literally selling on their on their website. But yeah, go. Uh, the Ducks have what four four games left, I believe, on this homestand because yep. I believe it was Sunday five. against the Knights, Tuesday against the Penguins. Next Friday, the 10th against the Flyers, and the t- Sunday, the 12th, 
against San Jose. Okay. Is San Jose going to be a trap game? I might get Probably. tickets for that game. But it's a Sunday. I, I think that's... I, I kind of feel like that might be a trap game. It probably will be. And I think that, I actually think that's a giveaway night. I think, oh, that's the, is that the Korea bobblehead? Is it? The 12th? I'm I'm definitely getting tickets for that. Oh, damn. I might have to pay someone some, some, some cash money to get, to get me one. (laughs) Some some shmoney? How else would you pay someone? I don't know. Uh, You're going to barter with someone? I mean, it's 2023. You can pay people in a lot of different ways nowadays. So we're gonna provide to... goods and services for it. You don't need to get the specifics. <laughs> I just said goods and services. That yeah, definitely mean... some goods. That's a plethora um, of things. But yeah, so use uh seven one four tickets, seven one four tickets dot com. Go check out the all the ducks home games. Use code LAP at checkout. Promo code LAP. Promo code LAP. All caps. LAP. LAP. 10% just off. in case you don't know how to spell LAP. <laughs> 10 percent off. 10 percent off. Lou's being a real parrot right now. Yeah. I'm Lou, just... you want to do the shift one really quick? Uh go get you some cream merchandise from Shift. Get you some cheap sticks. <laughs> cheap in price sticks, not cheap <laughs> yeah. in quality. They're they're good quality. Yeah, they're they're great quality. Good. Very they're good just they're this cheap in price because they're yeah. nice like that. They they don't put you over a barrel and say give me all your money like <laughs> Bauer does and whatever else. Yeah, they don't bend you over and yeah they don't fifty states. Yeah, they don't do that. They're they're There's good people over at Shift. Yeah, get your hockey Tell sticks. Tell us the promo code, Chris. <laughs> the promo code is LAP ten. All caps, L-A-P, then the number 10 at checkout. You get 10% off your order, and that is good on everything from apparel to the sticks and gloves they sell. Um, our uh, promo code can't be stacked with other existing discounts. But, yeah, go grab a stick or something. Um, get you some, some cream. Nice, some nice gloves. Their sticks are so cool. Like, if I played ice, I would I would get one. I'm thinking about getting one anyway for, like, uh, when I play street. Uh, well, ball hockey again next season. Um, I'm I'm just gonna have to get one because I would love to be like the only person in the NBHL with a shift hockey stick. Hopefully, I'm the only person. Um, but that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, lap ten at checkout. Yeah, lap ten. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if you'd like to continue to support us here at LAP, because I know you just love. Everything we do, um, spe- specifically when it has you know has to do with Lou, um, our network inside the rink has an affiliate link for you to sign up for ESPN Plus. Visit insidetherink.com/espn to sign up today, and signing up with that link not only helps us but the network hosting us. Um, we have a brand new podcast on our uh, on our oh, network. Do we? It's a Minnesota Wild podcast. I know Lou just a oh, hell yeah. short few weeks ago now. said that he was now a Minnesota Wild fan. So um, if you go on InsideTheRink.com, you can go check him out. Uh, hit the little. I forgave him for for that <laughs> for that mistake they did. Yeah, um, but I but don't it's know called if I could her... forget. The podcast is called Her Wild Side, and it's uh, one of our uh, Inside the Rink writers that started it up all by herself so she's the only host uh go check it out um maybe if you 
are just looking for another hockey podcast, or maybe you're listening and you happen to be a Wild fan as well, go check them out. Good stuff over there. But yeah, if you don't have ESPN Plus uh, by now, I'm not really sure what's going on. It's not that expensive, like at all. Um, And you get just about all the hockey that you need, whether it's pro or, well, NHL or college. Um, And then any other sport, really. There's a bunch of sports on there that you probably wouldn't even know existed until you got ESPN Plus and you're bored on a Friday or a Sunday and there's like some kind of... You watch some cricket. cricket Some some squash going on. I don't know. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. What the fuck is squash? (laughs) Uh, It's an Olympic sport now. Is it really? Yeah, it got approved. Look All right, blue. well, let's go to the old Google machine. Along and... with lacrosse. Lacrosse is now in the Olympics. Wash That's pretty game. cool. But yeah, insiderink.com slash ESPN. Go get your ESPN Plus subscription, please. Oh, this like a bootleg pickleball? No, no. I don't I don't really I couldn't really tell you what, what goes yeah, on. It's I don't like know a bootleg pickleball. Because you just bounce it against a wall though. There's yeah, it's that. pickleball, isn't it? No, pickleball is like tennis. Well, this look like tennis. <laughs> I think squash just you just bounce it up against a wall though. There's no net. If you say so. I don't know. <laughs> I'll take your word for it, I guess, man. Okay. So before we, we move on, uh Vixler in the chat said, uh who scores a hat trick this weekend? I say Ilya Labushkin, and that reminds me. <laughs> Labushkin. Labushkin, every time I see him, he reminds me of Nick Ritchie because he has the same haircut that Ritchie used to always have. Oh my god, yeah, you're right. And every time I see him, I just like I have to do a double take because I'm just like, he's Nick Ritchie with blue eyes. <laughs> oh shit, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> it's <Yeah>. so weird. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not going to unsee that now. It's like the yassified yeah. Nick Ritchie. It's I, it. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Uh, shout well, out to you. Sean. Shout out to Sean. Um, save some. He said he saved some friends a few bucks with our code at the pub. Code LAP at your local pub. <laughs> so yeah, pub. Noble, my good sir. Noble. Oh, when did he say the noble then? Because now it's just the pub. Oh, I thought they had a name change or something. It's the only one that we work with. <laughs> okay. Well, um, shout out Sean, we... shout out every writer we have. Jack, Patrick, Hannah, <laughs> Chanel. Chanel on TikTok. Um, do we I'll have any more writers? TikTok. Or did I, did I name them all? Yeah, got them. Yeah, shout out all them. Go read their articles. They're good stuff. So Go give them a follow on Twitter and every other place they have things. Yeah. Patrick's Patrick's uh, game day breakdowns on Twitter are really, really, really good. That's Informative. Yes, sir. You got to follow Patrick New Era Ducks for sure for some great insight. Yep. So I forgot that the Heritage Classic was happening last week, uh, but it happened. Yeah. It was the uh, Battle of the Dumpster Fires. Um, yes. And ironically, the team with that, you know, 
has to do with fire. They lost, so <laughs> they are still the supreme dumpster fire team. Uh, but the Oilers <laughs> beat the Flames five to two. Um, I did not watch the game at all. I really had no desire to. Um, I watched it because fucking I... Nickelback was on, baby. <laughs> they played, never made it as a blind man, and that's all you could ask for. Um, sang, I kind of feel they sing like, uh, Saturday nights for all right for fighting for some reason. So <laughs> awkward and weird. Yeah, I kind of feel like those uh, outdoor games that aren't the Winter Classic and just kind of outdoor games in general. I guess to me, you're kind of losing their appeal. Yeah. I don't know. The Heritage Classic always kind of feels like the one I can miss just because of the Canadian teams, but <laughs> it's the, is it like just, is it specifically the Canadian teams? For the Heritage Classic, it's specifically Canadian teams? For the most part. I know, I think two years ago, the Leafs played the Sabres. Oh, yeah, that's right. But it was but still played Sh- in Canada? The Sabres are basically kind of Canada. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want to be saying that. But, well, don't they don't they play the national the Canadian national anthem with their games too? They do, they do. I, I remember, uh, you know, growing Even up when, there when a Canadian team isn't there. Yeah, yeah, I remember growing up there. They always did both. So when I moved to North Carolina, I thought it was weird because I thought everyone did it. I thought everyone did both. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, they do. They do they're both. like that. They're like really close to the Canadian border, right? Yeah. 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 That's probably why they probably get Canadian fans. Yeah, that's probably a lot. It's yeah. cheaper to go to a Sabres game than a Leafs game. So, yeah. Well, and since last episode, also, um, I kind of feel like the Devils and you know, ironically, the Canucks have just been just mowing through everybody. Um, Jack Hughes and Elias Patterson are just. I, I don't know. I feel like every night we're seeing highlights. Pedersen had yeah. a hat trick the other night. Um, yeah, they're currently beating up on the Sharks, which, you know. <laughs> That's like kinda, being the nicest in un- prison. <laughs> you know, it's kind of unfair with how bad the Sharks are. But uh stat that uh, got retweeted on my timeline, ironically, is I'm looking at my phone right now, uh, from Sportsnet. Uh, between all three Hughes brothers this year, they have 41 combined points. Jesus. The How many entire, games have been played? The entire Sharks roster has 24. Ah. Losers. I mean, we're only like nine, ten games in, so that's crazy. Watch them not even get Macklin Celebrini. I hope they don't. I hope he goes to like um, Philly or something. I don't know why I said Philly. The first because Philly's kind of doing decent. Yeah, that's the, the first thing. I'm waiting for their their fall. They're definitely gonna fall. They're but... actually playing really good, and their num their fancy stat numbers are actually not bad. They're so fancy weird. squiggles. Yeah. Um, did you see the the Canucks Sharks score right now? No, like it already it? updated no. from. It's already no. worse than five nothing. Yeah, it's already it's seven six, nothing. It's... What? Seven nothing. Like I just told you it was five nothing like five minutes ago. No, you said that like two minutes ago. What was it? Yeah. There's five minutes left in the second period. They're getting smoked. What's the what's the shot? Twenty three ten Canucks. Jeez. 
They almost not have as Bob, many goals as the Sharks have shots. Poor Kakinen. Poor Kakinen and Blackwood. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, Mackenzie Blackwood's not even doing bad, really. It's just when you're having to stop, like, 90 pucks a game. It's just... <laughs> Did Logan Couture, like, stop being good? He's not playing. He's hurt. Is he? Oh. Yeah, he's been hurt since, uh, like, training. Uh, not training camp, but, like, right before the season started. So who do they have that's actually not bad? Uh, Anthony Duclair and Philip Zadina have, I think, like I four, forgot. four points each. I forgot they have Zadina. <laughs> they have oh, Granlin, yeah. too. I forgot they yeah, have Granlin. How's uh, William Eklund doing? Uh, I'm not too I sure. They, I think they sent him back to the Barracudas. <clears throat> LAP noted sharks podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're big on the sharks, as you can you definitely can tell. Well, I mean, I guess while we're talking about shit shows, should we talk about the senators last week? Jesus, go ahead. <laughs> so to to recap, <laughs> the last week they've had uh, a couple of players caught with injury. Um, I want to say it's at least up to three now. Um, they lost Jabot, they lost Brandstrom, and they lost one other guy. Uh, tonight they lost uh Greg uh, Ridley. Um, then Shane Pinto got suspended forty one games for what <laughs> Elliot Friedman is deeming as they think that somebody may have been making like that's uh, on like his bet- account. Proxy betting, I think it's called proxy betting. Just a weird situation. Um, so he's tactically still not signed, but serving a half a season suspension. Didn't um, they say that uh, he doesn't need to be signed for the suspension to, to yeah. happen? Like it's mm-hmm. he, it's happening already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they got their punishment for the whole Dadnov situation. Which um, they get the choice of whether they give up their first round pick this year, next year, or the year after in 2026. Um, Pierre Dorian got fired as a result. Um, <laughs> and they had to name an interim GM. Um, and then the owner, and he is in no way, shape, or form wrong, just went he out. Not sound happy. Guns of blazing, just you know, shooting darts at the NHL of I never knew about anything before I bought this team. And, you know, no one from the NHL told me that there were investigations going on. (laughs) I, I feel so bad for the centers. Um, I feel like every year, and especially since we've been doing the show, you know, we talk about how it's just like, this is going to be the year where the fortunes change and they're going to be good. Like last year mm-hmm. it was like they got Debrinket. They're like they're gonna be a playoff team. Yeah. And then they <laughs> and then they lose Debrinket. And then it's like, okay, they got Tarasenko now. And you know, Giroux had a really good year last year. And you know, this is gonna be the year, and then just it's falling apart just right out of the gate already. Um yeah. Yeah, I, I sometimes like to think of like what the butterfly effect would be if Chris Kunitz's stick had just broken in that conference final game. You know, instead yeah. of him scoring a goal, you know, mm-hmm. say the stick breaks and 
you know, one of the centers goes down the ice and scores to to move on to the cup final instead of the Penguins, like, what alternate timeline would we be living in if that goal never happened? Years, Pittsburgh beat the Sharks, right? Yeah, the Preds. 17? Oh, Preds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Preds. Because ever since that moment, just that franchise, I, I feel like has been cursed. He yeah. had all the stuff with the Uber situation, the drama oh with tourists and the Carlsons. <laughs> yeah. I it's just forgot about the Uber. Like existence is pain for the senators. Yeah. And you know, you you can you can point fingers all you want. You know, a, a good point. Uh, I was listening to the, the Steve Dangle podcast and they're talking about it, and it's like you know, it is kind of shitty for Aunt Lauer to kind of shoot that across the bow of like, well, I never knew. But at the same time, like, how are you going to know? Because, you know, Milnick passed away. Yeah. So, you know, like, it's not like the other owner is going to be, you know, it's not like he sold because he had to. Like, he unfortunately passed away. And, mm-hmm. you know, is his family going to know that? The, the league's going to come down on them for, you know, a fuck up. And, you know, this is happening with one, like, the situation's happening with one of their young kids. Like, no. Like, yeah. It, it's a time of grieving for a family that just lost a family member. <laughs> but it's just, it's it's so bizarre. I feel like every year it's something with the Senators. Like, yeah. Deduction I feel for their fans. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. They're the Canadian version of the Coyotes. It's kind of annoying the Ducks never got compensated for that. Yeah, I feel like they, I feel like they, like they should have got something. Them and the Knights, probably. Yeah, them too. They I didn't feel like know. between the two, though, the Knights make the most sense. You know, and and not to say that I I think that we shouldn't have got something because obviously we were involved in the whole thing. But I think they look at it from the level of it starts with the original trade to Vegas and not the subsequent move. Yeah, true. Um, because at the end of the day, I mean, it really didn't hurt us from like a money situation. But you know, the the point gets brought up a lot the last couple of days, and they were talking about it also on the on the Steve Dangle podcast. Like Vegas lost like real money because of it. Yeah. Because they couldn't make that deal, and instead of being able to take, you know, the the cap relief, uh, you know, the the hit for Kessler, they had to go out and they had to go get Shea Weber from the Canadians. Yeah. So it's like if if that trade goes through, and you know, for whatever reason, they're say Dadunov didn't have the the no trade clause, if you know that move goes through, you know, it would have saved Knights in that regard but instead they had to go make you know another move that you know may not happen in an alternate universe you know like it had real consequence yeah i mean i don't think the knights really care about it now because they just won a cup but (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know in the grand scheme of things like it's a fuck up that had real ramifications so i mean yeah plus you know, I guess you can give kudos to the league for trying to set some precedent, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like, how do you not, how does the league not notice that? 
because obviously the agent did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, the the team messed up, but you would think that you would think that there would be someone there to be like, "Hey, th- we're we're fuzzy about this. Is something missing here? Like, you know, this isn't specified in this guy's contract or like what you're submitting to our registry doesn't it doesn't make sense to us. Can you can you elaborate?" You know, but instead, you know, here we are. I think they said I saw a tweet that said it's like almost like 500 days removed from happening and now we're just getting punishment for it like it's it's no one another day of nh nhl nonsense but yeah pretty much (laughs) no one in vegas uh wanted to check the cap friendly (laughs) (laughs) yeah but see like they don't technically they're not at fault like it's yeah yeah i mean they're not not. It's funny to say because yeah, they could have hopped on cat friendly and be like, oh yeah. shit, yeah, he does with no trade. But <laughs> at the same oh, yeah, time, like it's not their job to do that. Like it's the team that had the rights to the player. <laughs> yeah. But I we we feel for you Senators fans because every year it is some nonsense and some bullshit that I feel like at some point you gotta just hope that you can just have a normal year of hockey without just shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. We feel for you because, you know, Senators, you're the coolest Canadian team. I love you. So I'm sorry that you got to go through all this craziness. Hopefully you can win some games. You <laughs> can get through this. Yeah. At some point, ho- hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys have one normal year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we did have some retirements. Uh, Paul Stastny and Tomas Placanek, uh announced their retirements. Uh, but the big one was Joe Thornton, yeah, who, uh, who made a video. Yeah, <laughs> shirtless. I have to say, I already retired. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I'm very concerned that Jeff Merrick was like, I was expecting the camera to pan down. Like, don't yeah. don't put that image in anyone's mind, please. I yeah, I don't want to think I about was... Jeff Merrick. You are Joe a Thornton. freak. <laughs> was it was it Jeff that said that or Elliot? Yeah, it was Merrick. He was like, oh, oh the was whole it? time I was expecting the camera to pan down. It's like, don't oh, I I don't want that image in my head, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeff, keep 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 that off the airwaves, please. Keep it in your pants. We we don't well, need to be horny that, on but... we don't need to be horny on Maine. <laughs> Especially when they record that podcast. It's nice early in the morning. Like and damn boy. It's the last thing I want to hear at 8 30 in the morning when I'm trying to wake up and will myself to get to work is <laughs> thinking about a naked Joe Thornton. Like, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, this opens up the question: of, Do we think Phil is going to retire this year? Oh. I feel I feel bad for Phil because he says he's ready to play, but no one's mm-hmm. no one's picking him. Yeah, no one's calling. I would play I still, him over over Max Jones, honestly. I still would love for him to come to the Ducks, but that's just that's just me. It's not going to happen. It's fine, but I'm honestly surprised he doesn't have a team yet. I thought he already went to a team, but I guess not. No. Nope. Did he have a PTO with anyone? No. No. That's the no. He didn't. He didn't want to go. Yeah, he didn't want to go on a PTO. Like he actually wanted oh, okay. a. He just wanted, wanted a straight up contract. Yeah. 
Che, Kana? you're three three time cup champion. Like, I I would hold myself to a high standard too and be like, no, yeah, just give me give me a meal and I'll come play. Yeah, like, man, Buffalo, like Buffalo, get him, get get Phil. I don't know. I mean, he's not he's not very fast anymore. There's not a lot of juice there, but he still has a really good shot. Where's like, he from? Phil? Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, he's American, right? Yeah. He's Bill... from Minnesota? I think he's from Minnesota. Bill Castle, yeah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, my bad. Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. Madison. Yeah, hopefully he has a contract soon. Um, maybe once teams, once we get into like the 20, 20 to 30 game mark, maybe there's a little more injuries. Maybe teams want some. Little I forgot extra. he was on Arizona. Yeah. I still remember when he first came here and they had like uh, like the open house thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, for like you, you can go get season tickets, all that, you know, you know what the open house is. But um, yeah. they had players along the concourse doing different things like they had some players in the concourse and some players like on like the ice level doing certain things they had they had phil kessel playing nhl like somewhere and i remember i was like standing behind him i'm like oh my god there's phil like i could literally like reach out and touch him <laughs> it's like why didn't you i i wanted to but i didn't want to get tackled by security Let's keep our hands to ourselves, Lou. Well, that would have been a yeah. fun story to tell down the road. Yeah. You got sure. tackled yeah, for touching I, a pro athlete. Yeah. <laughs> Not allowed at any Coyotes event ever again. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm rooting for you, Phil. Shout out, Phil. This is that kind of weird time where we're at in history of like, some of these guys that we grew up with or you know were were like you guys back in the day are all starting to kind of drop i know starting to retire that. and you know it's, a, it's been a new era in the nhl for a while but yeah it's weird seeing these names start to i mean you we don't know if zach parisi is going to come back i mean it sounds like he might sign with the islanders again when he's ready Mm-hmm. But, he injured or something? I I couldn't tell you, but all I've gathered from the situations, he wants to come back and play another season. But I don't know. We're getting to that point where it's got to be the right guy to fit on like contending teams nowadays. And yeah, you know, could be totally wrong here, but I could see a team like New Jersey maybe reaching out to Phil halfway through the season and be like, hey, we just, be... need a, we just need another score to just pile yeah. more goals on. And That would know. be fun. That would be fun. I could see teams, and we, we talked about this in regards to the Ducks. Like, I kind of think we're past that point of time of like, okay, we just need this guy to be a veteran presence, you know, just solely to be a, a voice in the room. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, no, we would rather, you know, teams are, are more apt to be like, we would just rather be bad and play our kids just so that they can get experience instead of just kind of eating a, a roster spot away. Yeah. It's unfortunate, yeah. but yeah. 
Bill and the Devils would be sick, though. I'm all aboard the Devils hype train again <laughs> this year. Um, so that would be fun. Well, it helps when they're scoring, you know, 90 goals in 10 <laughs> games. Yeah. Well, we'll get into our questions here. We want to keep things a little bit shorter since uh, last week was a long one. Yeah. Um, if you haven't listened to last week's episode for some reason, uh, the news will be outdated, but our uh, our conversation with Billy Zegers was really good. Um, you know, once again, we'd like to say thank you for hopping on with us. Yeah, he, uh, Billy. he was a good conversation. Um, yeah, hope to talk to him again some point in the year. You know, we said maybe once uh, UCLA season's done, hop back on check check in with them, but. Yeah. You know, yeah, go check it the, out. For the sake of brevity this week, we'll we'll keep it short. <laughs> yeah, it's the the interview with Billy starts at like the hour forty three mark of episode fifty nine. So if you want to skip the news that's now outdated and you want to get right to the Billy stuff, it's like hour forty three something. So go check it out I if you haven't already. Believe I time stamped it correctly, so it should you should be able to just click on it if you're on Apple or okay, Spotify. Cool. All right, Not yeah. too sure about that. Uh, give it a try if so hey you can click on it if not you just scroll where it's at (laughs) check it out well we'll start with our hockey 365 topic of the week um this was a good one we were kind of jumping between two um but we chose this one since it's a little more time sensitive um he asked now that we're 10 games in it's prediction time who leads the team in points by the end of the season? And how many points does said player have? And this is in regards to the Ducks. Repeat that question again. I'm sorry. Who by the end of the season will lead the Ducks in points? Oh, and how many question. points does said player have? So I am going to say 65 from Mason McTavish, your future captain. I'm trying to think of what we had, what we had McTavish finishing with before the season started. Because now that he has 12 and 10 games, it's like okay, he might. We might have been go, in the 60s. We might have been in the 60s. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Trevor Zegers. Sooner or later, it's gonna. It's gonna just start flowing for him. Yeah, I think he'll have 78. 78, okay. 79. See, and that's the thing that's frustrating too is that just because Zegers isn't getting points right now, everyone thinks that he sucks. <laughs> and like, it's he's played so well. Like, I love the way he's playing. Yeah, it's and he's and he's third on the team in shots on goal. He's just he's just being unlo- yeah. His all of his uh, underlying numbers are really good. He's They're just, there. He's just not. It's, he's just it's getting not, unlucky. Yeah, he's just not. He's not tickling twine yet. Um, he'll get there. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna say McTavish. I'm gonna say McTavish, and I'm I'll I'll give him a nice even seventy. But let's keep rolling with uh with soap here, with Mac T. Um, it is uh eight nothing Canucks. Oh, at second intermission. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Like a full period ago, Jesus Christ! Did you say eight nothing? Oh yeah, he sure did. Um, I'm sorry, we got to interrupt the 
questions just to see. Um, let's see. Quinn Hughes has five points. He has a goal and four assists. JT Miller has three with a goal and two. Basser has three with two goals and an assist. Who? Sam Lafferty, goal and assist. Who did you say before Sam Lafferty? Uh, Basser. Basser. Who? Brock Basser. Basser. Oh. Kuzmenko has uh, a goal and an assist. Uh, Who? Pew Suter. He has a goal. Who? And Elias Patterson has three assists. These real players? Yeah. Yeah. You don't know Kuzmenko? A... Who? Kuzmenko. <laughs> <laughs> that is is that his name? Just Kuzmenko? His last is name. he like Cher or <laughs> he's like Seal? Yeah, is he like Cher <laughs> Seal? Just one name? No, it's his last uh, name. It's Andre Kuzmenko. Never heard of him. <clears throat> so uh eleven Canucks have points in this game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are they in Vancouver or San Jose? Uh, they're in San Jose. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Some our next one. Chummy waters. Our next one comes from Data Dog on Twitter. He asked, uh, "Which Ducks player or players would you run through a wall for?" Let me add a coach because I would run through a wall for Greg Cronin, one hundred percent. Like if he told me to in his Boston accent, I'd be like, "Sir, yes, sir." I'm running full speed as we speak. Like you don't have to finish your sentence. It'd be the little ROTC kid meme. <laughs> what was the question? Which duck or ducks would you run through a wall for, Lou? Uh well, he's not a player, but Greg Cronin. That's what I just said. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would say calling. Frank Vetrano, just because I feel like he'd be the one running through the wall first. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would run through a wall for Frank and and McTavish probably. I will defend Leo Carlson to my dying breath as well. Yeah, we know who we want to be running through a wall for. <laughs> uh, Dostal as well. I would. Um, Zegris, I love him, but. <laughs> I just I, I wouldn't be able to take him seriously if he asked me to. I'd just be like, ah, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> silly goose. You silly goose. <laughs> you silly Billy. <laughs> okay, our next one uh comes from Vinducky on Instagram. He said should fourth jerseys return? And if yes, which jersey would you choose as the Ducks' fourth? Um, the script logo, the script Mighty Duck logo. <laughs> that would be nice. Like maybe if they did it a little differently instead of black. No, you gotta do it. You gotta. You gotta Go have full the black. original. You okay. gotta have the original. And let's just say that that their third jersey is back to the orange, like the normal, the normal set, right? Yeah. Or you just if if you're gonna have if you have to have the web D for the home and away, the primaries, orange duck mighty third, and then just an uh, original mighty duck uniform. Yeah, yeah. I think you go the the purple duck. Yeah, you just yeah you got to for the fourth. Um, I do like lose script jersey idea. I know that jersey gets a lot of hate. Um, I I'm starting to see more people not, not, giving it respect. No. Yeah, not in these waters. <laughs> Not in these waters. Yeah. We have it retired over here. It's it's a retired jersey. It's 
<laughs> we had a whole ceremony. Say, so yeah, I uh, I would go the complete opposite route of you rebrand the home in a ways. Mm-hmm. You make the home some variation, preferably. You know, if you just keep the orange as the home, um, you know, preferably keep the Mighty Ducks logo. But I would say try and make a an opposite home jersey of the Retros from last mm-hmm. year and make that the matching set for home and away. Yeah. Take the purple jersey from this year and have that as your third as like okay. a heritage jersey. And mm-hmm. then make the current home jersey like your fourth like legacy jersey. Okay. And yeah. Slowly phase the web D up. Get D yeah. Up. <laughs> make it go. Away. Not, yeah. <laughs> it could go away or stick it on the shoulder. I don't care. Just something smaller. Next year is going to be annoying, huh? Because it's Fanatics next year, and it they're just not going to. Well, it's Fanatics. It's Fanatics branded, but on the Adidas template. Yeah, but yeah, they're it's not, still going to be. Yeah, but they're not going to have the uh, no alternate. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be something if they made the orange third the the home the home primary? That would be the time to do it. That would be like kind of stupid though, because you got the mighty duck. Home and then the web D away. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want that. But I don't know. That, no, reminds me the, the, that reminds me of the playoffs in 2014 where they wore the the current home. That was the third for all the home playoff games. And then the road games were the, the white script jerseys. Do you remember that? I yeah. was not really a fan back then. So I oh, it was the year that. we got knocked out by the Kings. So we don't need to remember that. <laughs> that was before my time, so it didn't happen in my world. Okay, yeah, that's true. I like that way of thinking. Yeah. Our next one comes from After Hours on Twitter. He asked, "Do you guys believe the Ducks are actually good, or are they just on a good hot streak at the moment? If if they are actually good, do you think that they can make a playoffs?" I say they're just riding a hot streak right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the Ducks. At last. Yeah. Talking about the Ducks or Canucks? Ducks. Ducks. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I think I, it's, I, they're going to uh, eventually come crashing down the earth a little bit, but the crash might not be too bad. Yeah. But we'll have to see. I think as long as the consistency is still there, I think yeah. that's what we've talked about a lot this year is as long as it's consistent. Wins and losses don't matter. It's the process that matters. And if it's a good process, then we're happy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if anything, 10 games in so far has proven that they're starting to get the process down. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Cronin is openly saying that this team is doing a good job of piecing together what he's teaching at practice and putting into games. We're all, we're already miles better than we were last year where it was just like, okay, yeah, sure. Let's roll the second power play unit of Derek Grant, Max Jones, Jacob Silverberg, and whomever uh, was the warm body at defense. Like that, that makes total sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh... 
I don't I don't want to go out and say like they're good. I mean, I, I I mean, maybe I mean, they're playing good hockey right now. I don't think that they're like an actual like threat or anything. They're not going to make the playoffs. Um, Like Lou said, and Jake has said, they're, they're going to come down to earth at some point. They're going to every team, oh. every, every team goes, goes through moments of the season where it's really bad and then it's really good. And then it's kind of in between. And then it's, you know, you go through all these weird streaks and the ducks are just happen to be on the positive streak right now. Um, by the Black Friday game, by Thanksgiving, we'll have a better idea where this team is headed because that's a yeah. Thanksgiving's always a good point to. We have enough sample size then to. I think the number is. The team's I gonna think, go. Yeah, I think by American Thanksgiving, if your team is in a playoff spot at that yeah. at that moment, I think it's eighty percent. Eighty percent of the teams that are in that current playoff spot make the playoffs at the end of the year. Yeah. Isn't that like 25% of the season already gone by Thanksgiving? I think so. Yeah, because yeah. ju- we just probably finished 10% now around then. They just played their 10th game last night. Yeah. 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 yeah the- and that too. It's a, it's a bit early to kind of label them, I think, but. We're getting, a- we're getting there. Yeah. I think they're an okay team. I don't think they're. They're like I don't think we're gonna see <laughs> nowhere as bad as last year, last yeah. season. And then plus, when you have you, we still don't have Kalorn in the lineup. And if they can kind of keep it going and slot him in, and once not really Jamie skip comes a back, beat, once Brock McGinn comes back, yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe by game twenty-five, game thirty, or maybe we're feeling even better than we are now. But who knows? We'll see. Just ride the fun times in Duckland. <laughs> <laughs> Well, our last one actually comes from the Twitch chat. Uh, it's from Vixler in the chat. And they ask, where does Kalorn fit in when he returns? And at some point, do we see Carlson move down? Because I, uh, they say, I find it hard to break up Vetrano from that second line with the strong connection they have going. Yeah. So you keep, you keep the top line the same. Z, Leo, and Troy. Second line, Alex Kalorn on the left wing. Mason McTavish on the center, Frank or yeah, Ryan Strom at right wing, right wing, and then you move down Frank to the third line, and then Bo Groove center. I want to see Brett Leeson move up. I don't want to see him on the fourth line anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that. Yeah, I I think I think he's good enough to. He needs he needs to play with better players, and I think if you move him with. Like Boguru, or no, no, not Boguru. Uh, Adam Henrique, duh. Yeah, Adam Henrique, uh, uh, Brett Leeson and Frank in that line would be a good third line. And then you just roll a top nine. And then, yeah, I don't even know what you do with the fourth line. Yeah, that's, I feel like tricky. honestly, he slots in the third, third line. Um, yeah. Just because that second line has just been so good together. And the fact that just they, I mean, McTavish just said it, Petrano said it, and Cronin said it. Like they, their connection they have right now isn't just on the ice. Mm-hmm. Fact, yeah, they, but you're not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna put Alex Cologne on the third line with the contract he's getting. 
you're just not going to do that. He has to be in the top six. Yeah. So you have to you have to move down either Ryan Strom or Frank Strano. I mean, of the two, I'd rather move down Strom. I'd rather Frank, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think I think Ryan Strom is good enough for the second line. Yeah, it's gonna be tough when he when Kalorin's available. That's gonna be. It's a good problem to have. It is. Yeah. It's a very good problem to have. Yeah. Because even if you put him on the top line. I don't know. I think you, the, I the think good you thing have to with, keep the, the top line the same because they're just... the good thing with the good thing with Kalorn is that you could pretty. Much, I feel like the the type of player he is, you can just throw him anywhere, and he'll be fine. I mean, you could put him on the third line, but I don't know with his talents, you don't really want him there. You want him in the top six. Yeah, he, he could play well with Henrique though. If Henrique is centering that third line. No, I mean, we won't see until we see line rushes. Honestly, yeah. I mean, maybe we'll be able to make a little bit more sense of it once we kind of see what Cronin's doing. Um, I didn't see a line tweet from and Frank Frank Cortano. He's gonna come back down there. I mean, he's he's shooting an an insane shooting percentage right now. I don't know what it is, but I know it's high. He's gonna come back down there. So I think he's the best candidate to move down to the third line. Brown's corn. It's a weird, See. but again, good pro- good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that could be as soon as Sunday, honestly, with how close Kalorn is, and then that the with the yeah, Ducks having off until Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Do I say it one more time, Lou? Fun, fun times in in where? Oh, it's fun times in Lapland. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought you're gonna say ducks, <laughs> ducks land, but that that too. <laughs> well, we will end things there. Um, Hold on. Oh, shout together. out to the Texas Rangers for ah. for, for winning the World Series. Creed nah. Creed Creed willed them to to victory, to the promised land. They Creed they got taken powerful. higher. <laughs> <laughs> they got. They they got taken to a place where blind men see. <laughs> it's a special did place. You see, did you see? Did you see? Did you see? Did you see? <laughs> Creed announce a, an American tour. I think they're going to be outside of the... San Bernardino <laughs> next year. Yeah, I was going to say, is it more than just that show? It's so funny over their chuckles. <laughs> what? What she's laughing at over there? She called me chuckles. Yeah. Just the way you were getting our attention about Creed just kind of, I don't know. Well, I'm passionate about Creed because yeah, I get taken higher all the time when I listen to him. Okay. They will but yeah, the next year. Next year, Chris. I think in San Bernardino, they're going to they're gonna be here. Yeah, they're doing like maybe, a festival. Maybe a lap field trip. <laughs> get a little bus. Yeah. Party bus. <laughs> Oh, well, we'll have to. We'll we'll take a flyer on that one. Are we though. are we that nuts to get a party bus to go see Creed? I'd I get mean, a party bus for anything, honestly. Have you ever been on a party bus before? Um, no, no, me either. <laughs> the idea, the I'm... idea, the idea sounds fun, but I don't know yeah. in practice. I don't know why I had to think about it. For some reason, I feel like I was, but I'm. I don't think I was. 
I don't know. I, I feel like if if I was, you'd you'd remember that. <laughs> but who knows? <laughs> yeah, I've never been on a party bus. But... All right. Well, before I we once get... took a bus to a casino, <laughs> to an Indian casino. Nice. Before pretty... we get too off track here, we should we should end it here. Yeah. All right. Take so. Out. Mr. CJK. I also don't appreciate but. Jake saying retweet to scare Lou and showing a freaking take Kane's toast last night. <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> it was very good. I, I hope you know you're missing out. It looked no, delicious. I, I know I'm not. <laughs> Been there, right. done that. That is it for this week of the LAP Late Arrivals podcast. Thanks for listening to episode 60. Uh, make sure you're following us everywhere on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok threads blue sky all that stuff um you can find us everywhere at late arrivals pod no spaces um we're everywhere please go follow us subscribe where you can um if you're listening to this on apple or spotify if you'd like to leave us a rating we'd greatly appreciate it maybe leave us uh, a review as well on apple if you're feeling very kind this weekend um but yeah make sure you're following our network inside the rink their YouTube channel, everywhere you I can know, find connects. us. Everywhere you can find uh, us on social media, you can also find Inside the Rink. So let's help our network continue to grow. Um, the more they grow, the more we grow. So we all are in this together. Make sure you're following us. Um, yeah, follow us on Twitch as well. Um, we've We've gained some more followers over here on Twitch. It's very fun. Very nice to see. Appreciate all of the support. And that'll be that'll be it. That'll be it. See you next week. Episode um, yeah. 61. 61 next week. Yeah. It is nine nothing Canucks over the Sharks. Real sad. Yeah. <laughs> Not really sad. All right. Somebody hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody in the Discord just posted a screen cap of a Sharks fan. Of a, of a kid Sharks fan. The sign says my very first Sharks game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And last. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we will see you guys next week. See ya. Keep the puck tracker. You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.